0: Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 396, for Wednesday, March 8th, 2017. This is the BGG Pageviews edition. The page view totals, in general, are down, pretty much, across the board. We are down to only one game over 40,000, which is the first time since October 12th that we have had only one game over that mark. So that's, what, five months. And while we do have four games over 30,000 and eight over 20, only 31 over 10,000, which is four fewer than last week and, again, the fewest since October 12th. Just missing the top ten this week at number 11, down from number eight last week is Santorini. It missed by 204 views. The first of our four new entries, returning after 23 weeks away at number 10, and charting for the sixth time, is Fury of Dracula, the third edition, by Frank Brooks, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 17,909. The last time it was on was following the announcement of the split between Fantasy Flight Games and Games Workshop, As for why it is charted again at this point, I wasn't able to see any real indication of that in the forum threads. Sliding three spots to number nine is Kingdom Death Monster by Adam Poots, published by Kingdom Death with 19,928 views, almost exactly 2,000 more than Fury of Dracula, but almost 4,000 fewer than last week, or 16% as it falls to its fewest views since November 16th. Climbing two spots to number 8 is Anachrony, by David Turchi, Victor Pater, and Ricard Amann, published by Mind Clash Games, with 21,598, gaining well over 3,000 from last week, and beating Kingdom Death Monster by 1,600. That's a 19% increase, the largest within the top 10. In fact, the only increase in views for a game that was in the top 10 last week and is in there again this week. The first of our two debuts is at number 7, Raiders of the North Sea, by Shem Phillips, published by Garp Hill Games, with 22,881, about 1,300 more than Anachrony. This is a Viking-themed strategy game that, previously peaked at number 11 on the page view list two years ago, when it was doing its Kickstarter campaign, on which it raised over $100,000. It's currently ranked 426 on BoardGameGeek. The reason it is entered now is because there is another Kickstarter, this time for two expansions for the game. They had a goal of a little over $80,000 and have raised about 200000 so far. Our second debut is at number 6, Deep Madness, by Roger Ho, published by Dimension Games, that's D-I-E, Mention Games, with 23,112, only about 200 more than Raiders of the North Sea. Here is another Kickstarter project. This one raised about a million and a half dollars last fall, and now is seeing a surge in attention because of an open pledge manager, although the thread on BoardGameGeek with the most comments on it has to do with an unexpectedly high uh, shipping costs for the games. It is a cooperative science fiction miniatures game that also has a horror uh, Lovecraftian theme. In its second week in a row at number five is Terraforming Mars, by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 25,803, or almost 3,000 more than Deep Madness, but off 1,500, or about 5.5% from last week. This is the 30th week that Terraforming Mars has charted, making it the 17th game to have 30 or more weeks on the countdown. The highest of our four new entries is at number four, returning after only two weeks away and charting for the sixth time. It is Rising Sun by Eric M. Lang, published by Cool Mini or Not and Guillotine Games with 34,641 views. That's uh, 9,000 more than Terraforming Mars, so a significant gap between number four and number five, 20,000 more than it had last week. That's because the Kickstarter a uh, campaign for this uh, spiritual successor to Blood Rage has started. They had a $300,000 goal and have already raised almost a million and a half dollars. also is noteworthy for having a very simple pledge system. There's only one pledge. $100 gets you the game and the stretch goals. After two weeks at number two, stepping back one spot to number three is Arkham Horror the Card Game by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 34,740, or 99 more than Rising Sun. That's down 6,000 views from last week, a hefty 15%. And climbing one spot for the second week in a row, last week number 3, the week before number 4, now number 2 for Scythe by Jamie Stegmeier and Alan Stone, published by Stonemeyer Games, with 36,728. That is almost exactly 2,000 views more than Arkham Horror. It is exactly 1,988. That's down a little over 1,000, or only about 3%. Scythe notches its 12th appearance at the number 2 position, and in its 46th week on the countdown passes the second edition of Descent for number 11 on the most weeks list. Also, this is the fewest views for a number 2 that we have seen, like, since I mentioned, since October 12th, 36,728. At number 1 for the sixth consecutive week and the seventh time overall is Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalifare Games with... 128,566 views. Yes, that is a decline from last week. It basically gave away almost everything it gained last week, well over 14,000 views fewer, which is 10%, which is substantial, but not a crazy amount for a game that is peaking. And still notches number 5 on the most views list. And now holds slots 2 through 6, which it has all claimed in these last 5 weeks. It also uh, resets the largest relative disparity between a number 1 game and a number 2 game ever. It has exactly 3.50 times the number of views that the number 2 game Scythe has, which is just a touch more than last week. Last week it was 3.49 times as much. But the relative disparity is actually smaller when you look at the wider list. Compared to the number 10 game, it is 7.18 times as much. Last week it was 7.88 times. And compared to, which is still good enough for the second best ever, and comparing the top 2 through 10, their view totals, it has 54% of those. Compared to last week's 59% and the record, with Marvel Dice Masters at 62%. It is still better, again, that's still third place, third best ever. It is still better than a couple of other noteworthy performers. Pathfinder Adventure Card Game, which is the game that dethroned Android Netrunner back in 2013, had 51% of the rest of the top 10 in its best week, and Mechs vs. Minions had 48%. Worth pointing out, I think, that... Uh, Rising Sun today displaced Gloomhaven at number one on the daily hotness list. We will see whether that means that it will be giving Gloomhaven a run for its money come next week. As it stands right now, though, Gloomhaven is your number one, becoming only the eighth game to hit that spot seven times. For Wednesday, March 8th, 2017.